Yo, what up? It's Moon from Greek Fire, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Welcome back to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Host Jason, along with Chris. Yo, and one of the, our my favorite days, maybe Chris's favorite day. I don't know. So one of my favorite days of the year is today, on the thirty first of January, Royal Rumble, Rumble day. day. So I know non non hockey talk there, but we'll get into that later. Royal Rumble is sure about an, uh, less than an hour away. We're it's recording. just fun. It's just I- always fun to watch, and it's one of those things to me. It's like it ramps up to my favorite time of the year because when wrestling, mind you, I enjoy it. Yeah, but like. The fun time to watch is from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania because that seems when they actually put a lot of focus and they really effort, effort right. into it, and it's great TV from January till April. Then it kind of eh, kind of through off. the summer, kind of falls off a little bit to the summer. Take the SummerSlam and you're great. Then it's okay, a little crap till Survivor Series and you're great. Then it's crap from yeah. there to Royal Rumble. So I uh, it's the beginning of it like that, and then on top of that, another fun thing which hasn't happened in. According to my, uh, I think in six years, a Blues game on the same day as Royal Rumble. Really? Last time we did this, the Blues played the Chicago Blackhawks and unfortunately got shut out. And that was the huh. year. It was eight years ago, actually. And eight years ago, it was the one that was in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And it was won by? Oh, eight years ago? Eight years ago. 2012. So nine. went to now. Sorry. I'm going to say... Either Triple H or Randy Orton. It was a Sheamus for 500. Oh, yeah. yuck. That was when he beat, then he beat Daniel Bryan at 18 seconds at WrestleMania for that title. Yes. The ridiculousness. Yeah. That. Anyway. I just enjoy it because, I mean, this year we can't because of COVID, but we always end up having our party and our Royal Rumble Lotto, which we're still doing. We're still doing virtually. Virtually with all our friends have paid in and we've done it and we have it set up, which is great. But it's always great because, like, Because everybody's you know, there and everybody's into it and everybody's like, yeah, you know, person, their person gets thrown on top rope where you get like the guy you know is not going to win. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I get that guy, or you right. get like, oh, I have the guy who has a decent chance this year or yep. whatever. Like this year is very much like not a favorite, so I'm very excited that there's only it's like four or five guys that have a legit shot of like winning it. And there's women, now there's a women's one on top of that, which is yep. great. So we have double the fun. So yeah. anyway, someone can walk away with up to sixty bucks tonight. Yeah, so that'll be great. So. Uh, we have that, but most importantly, we have a bunch of Blues games to go over, and pretty successful, to a degree at least. Uh, we had a postponed game. Yep, we have two wins to talk about. Yes, and one over the top team in the West, mm-hmm. one over not the top team in the West. Correct. But for the first time in the the season, we have, do we call it a streak if it's two games? It is a streak. It's the first back-to-back wins that we've had so far. So... Um, the Blues play. They just get off their weekend series with the Kings, mm-hmm. where we went one and one. Very good game. Very bad game. Very bad game. Which has been the pattern the continues. Pattern continues. So you pretty much knew the second game, the Blues were going to play. So mm-hmm. the Blues get to play their old captain, Alex yes. Trangelo. A lot of people have built up about you know we're playing Petro for the first time. Um, Alex Procronavirus. <laughs> so we'll get into that part of it later. So. They start off 
in Vegas. And I think the Blues played pretty well to start. They yeah, they the looked great really in the first hot. period. And then, unfortunately, Alex Tuck gets the one nothing lead. Yeah. And then I'm like, damn, we were playing really well, and he just streaked in. And that's a guy who looks great. Like, when he plays the Blues for some reason, mm-hmm. he's, he's becoming like a Blues killer to me. He looks great when he's playing the Blues. And then, like, you just – he just get, he's a guy who got hurt up in Minnesota, and that's why he got drafted by yeah the uh, they left him unprotected, and then he just kind of took off for Vegas. He's one of the like you know misfit toys that worked out sure, and he played great. He and Petrangelo assisted on this, so first goal unfortunately. Now Petrangelo's first point against the right. St. Louis Blues. So Tuck at the three seventeen mark from uh, uh, Colnasar and Petrangelo. So uh, whatever, it's a it's like I said early. I kind of shook it off, but. David Prong comes back a, a minute later. Yeah. A minute later, beats uh, kind of a goal. Like I think uh, Robin uh, Lenair would like back. I would think so. Short side between Shorts. the between the uh, was it the blocker and the pad? Was the blocker and the pad on that side, or was it on the glove side? Though that I mean, he had two like that. It was glove side. You're right. Okay. The glove side about thirty. Excuse me, about a minute later, about fifty ish, fifty ish seconds. Braun is second. Looks like he's starting to heat up finally. Finally. Get, get that scoring touch. The first couple yep. games, I think he's kind of – him and O'Reilly kind of struggled, you know. And, mm-hmm. and we kind of thought, like, a lot of players having new roles. And I think Perron's one of those guys I think would t- be more of a leader, behind-the-scenes leader. I, I think, agree. I think he is one of those guys that's probably stepping up and in the leadership group along with, obviously, like, Shen, Tarasenko, O'Reilly. Yeah. Uh, Falk, Krug, yep. maybe, Pareko, so on and so forth. Blues get the lead. We'll take it. Uh, David Perron on the power play, which hasn't happened that often. No. So Perron gets uh, from uh, Krug and Schwartz at the 9-11 mark. Once again, penalties are an issue. Yeah. Non-penalties are an or Excuse me, a penalty, but it should have been more in my opinion. We'll talk about that in the second period. Um, but we got to be happy with how the Blues played here because then on a uh, – a little bit later, Jane Schwartz looks like he's starting to play well. That line of Schwartz, Shen, Kairu, our friend uh, Bon, had a uh, good uh, little uh, tweet today. He's trying to figure out the name of the line. Uh, we're going with the Schrotz line, like Schrotz Farm. Huh. So we're going with that. I think he had a very good check him out on Twitter for that. I thought that was very funny. So Jane Schwartz is a second from Shen at the 10-10 mark. So Blues have a 3-1 lead after one. And you got to think, all right, we're playing good. Everything looks good. Just maintain your pressure. And that seems to be the Blues kind of downfall. In the second period, they kind of fall apart and just not don't play that well. So Max Pacioretty, unfortunately, gets the goal here off kind of a broken play in front. And then he just I feel like of, every play for Vegas is a broken play. It was kind of like just – it was like the, the Blues had it under control and then something just yeah. like happened. And then so Pacioretty gets his fourth. From Stone and Martinez at the 142 mark. And the goal everybody talked about after this game, no matter if the Blues won or didn't win. I oh, think this for sure. Game. So, Blues, uh, excuse me, Vegas has had a lot of pressure right after this goal, and it's been really tough through a whole period. But the top, believe me, if you heard this before, Petrangelo tries to hold the puck in on the point. Fails. Fails. Goes back for it. Gets, mind you, between speed and muscled off the puck. Straight up muscled off the puck. And Jordan Kyrie breaks in and gets his third of the year unassisted and highlight real goal. Yeah. And that's pretty much been the story this year for Jordan Kyrie, who I, I will be honest, it's like because I know he can go back and check the tapes, proving me wrong. And that's I mean, I hope that he could do this. I, I didn't know if he could, 
But I think we all had the hopes. Yeah, and it worked out to be just great for the Blues because mm-hmm. you're, you're missing Vladimir Tarasenko. You're like primary threat. And, you, know, so you have a guy who has a scoring touch, has a good shot, has speed, and it looks like he's putting together all you know, different uh, elements of the game for, to have that speed and scoring. You're not just relying on that. You actually have a little bit of defensive side. A little bit of passing, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit of just in general being in the right spot, making sure you're being responsible and nice, and he's done that. So nothing more we can really ask for right. so far. I, I mean, agree. So I mean, I'll. I I'll think take it's. That. I think it's great that you see him stepping up. Because a because he had to, but b uh, something that you and I have talked about off the air is the fact that the guy that you brought in to be your scorer because you had so many injuries. By and large, hasn't done much this season, and that's Mike Hoffman. Yeah, he's been average to below average. To I, I would say. I mean, his one goal was a goal that was like, "Oh, look, the puck's right there in the tip in." Yeah, I will say, yeah. he, I thought he looked better last night against the Ducks, mm-hmm. but that's the Ducks. Like, they're not a good team. And, it's, and also, it's not like he has not been given the line mates to succeed. I mean, Agreed. Given, I mean, he was on We're the not line. burying him I mean, in the line. He was on like a line with O'Reilly and Perron for a little bit. Then they kind of moved him with Thomas for a while. He yep. moved with Thomas primarily. And then that right wing. Sometimes Kyrou was on that right wing. They moved Bozak on that wing and look, for man, a while. If you can't score with Robert Thomas on your line, you got problems. He's been on the second power play unit. Yeah. So, I mean, he's had his chances, and I just want to see him shoot more. And I think it's just once the goals start going in, I think you're going to see, like – I'm sure it's part of it's in his head now. Yeah. So, once you get that first goal, that's not like – like you said, a little tipping goal. Like, right. like you make a shot, and you get a goal. Like, he's, yeah. he was taking some shots, like you said, the Ducks game. And I think I think this game he was not awful either. I think He, he had didn't couple, look lost. Yeah, I think There's been on, games where he's looked completely lost. The second Kings game, like, you never heard – I didn't hear his name to the yeah. point where I'm like – I looked up on the app to see his ice time. Like, oh, he's actually been on the ice. Yeah, because just he was just not really around. What? No, he there. wasn't. So, uh, unfortunately, the Blues couldn't hold the lead. So, a pair seems of, to be a problem with them in Vegas. Yeah. So, and it, mind you, this happens a lot. The Blues, mind you, are undefeated in regulation against them. Yeah. But they've blown n- numerous leads to get to overtime. Correct. And that continues. Max Pacioretty gets not one, but two more, two goals in this period mm-hmm. to make complete the hat trick. One on the power play at about the ten minute mark, and then about three and a half minutes left. Unfortunately, ties it up where the Blues had pressure and they had a chance to. Robin Leonard played really well in the third. Where the Blues yeah, he could play great. Blues had a couple really good chances. Kyrou once again, I think, had a point blank shot mm-hmm. and that was saved. Uh, I want to think. I would say I marked down. Shen had a really good chance here too. Shen had one. I think Schwartz had one. Yes, that mind you, that line has been humming, which is good. Yeah. Your, that's your first line. That's who you want to be like consistent. When the other lines and everything's put together, man, it's. Just, as long as everybody's consistent, yes, it's going to be great. Agreed. So, right, but unfortunately, the Blues can't hold the lead. Like we said, no fault to Jordan Bennington, who stood stu- like stood on his head. Yeah, he got peppered in the third, and that's uh, you know I earlier said that I feel like every Vegas goal is a broken play. Uh, I've had the opportunity to see Vegas play a handful of times between watching them in St. Louis and then going to games in Vegas to watch them play random opponents. It always seems like Vegas's offensive strategy is we're going to skate so fast that we wear you out, and then we're just going to throw pucks on net from anywhere, yeah, and just pray that they either go in or someone's there to get a rebound. Like it, it seems like it is professional players 
playing peewee hockey offensive strategy. Like, if you have the puck, turn and shoot. Yeah, and the Blues uh, only had a total of 25 shots this game compared to Vegas at 46. Yeah. And Vegas had nearly 80 attempts. So, That's what I'm saying. So like, they, it's just flinging it at the net. Uh, so before we go into the overtime, which is a very good overtime, yep. back and forth, I think was great. And before we get into the, before we get into the shootout, excuse me, let's talk about the play in the second period that's got the second probably most hype out of this game besides the Jordan Cairo goal. And that's the play of dirtbag Mark Stone. Yeah, he's um, a douche. The puck was not even near him, and he had a little tie-up. And if you watch the replay, which I missed this, he took a swing at Bozak, missed his head with his left, like a left hook before this happened. And then Bozak, he gives Bozak a reverse shoulder when the puck was 15, 20 feet away, not even in his vicinity, yeah. not even in the play, and pretty much hits him, in my opinion, in the, like, jaw head area. Yeah. Knocks Bozak to the ground. Bozak was easy to kind of have a nasty fall on top of that. Uh, Stone gets a two-minute interference penalty, which, okay. And another person who was endearing himself, not only by his great play lately, but his uh, willing to jump uh, jump in and, and told Mark Stone, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Justin Falk, as soon as yep. he came out of the penalty box, Justin Falk, 13 seconds in, jumped him and started punching him in the face. Good for him. And that's that's something that you're going to see, like, Justin Falk ascend. Mm-hmm. And now, which we'll talk about, um, we talked about him being exposed in the expansion draft. One thing we'll talk about now, somebody who got sat this game, Vince Dunn. Agreed. Vince Dunn, who continually gave the puck away in the Kings game. Yep. Too egregious. Got walked one time. Uh, a blatant pass and then hit a guy's stick. It led to a goal. He got sat this game, and a trade rumors immediately went out. Sure. That he is on the block. The Blues are looking for a first-round pick. Um, I think that is – we always talk about the depth on the left-hand side. Yes. If you can get a first-round pick for him – do you Great. think a first-round pick is a big ask for Vince Dunn? I think because you're thinking of current play. But if you look at, like, a guy I, who has, I mean, he's, he's solid. He's a solid player. But I mean, it's, I, I mean, just – I don't know if he's a first-round in return. But, yeah, I think a, kid, a guy who's 24, three years, a Stanley Cup, um, 26 points, 31 hey, points, Jordan Kyrie's got a points. cup, too. So, But a guy who has consistently played, though. I mean, I get it. I just – Mind you, sheltered minutes, we get all that third-line pairing. Sure. But if you look at teams that are defense hungry, right, you could look at somebody like Detroit, Ottawa. Yeah, I, I mean, I Philadelphia. I don't think that there's a shortage of market for him. I just think that that first round ask is. When I heard that, I was like, "You're effing nuts!" Like a second and a or, and or a prospect. Yeah, or okay. a solid prospect if you could throw that in there. I think that would be a good thing because you have somebody who's just stepped up as Mikola, who we. I think he looks great. And that's the type of guy that we have. Like when they signed Krug, you knew like it was gonna be kind of a log jam at left hand side with mm-hmm. offensive. And then you have him, you have um, Vince Dunn, and then so you have plenty of and Scandella obviously is signed. So you have so if you have somebody like Mikola who's gonna be another penalty killer. When you have people like Justin Falk, Colton Preco, and Bortuzzo on the other side, so you can balance everything out with offense and defense. I think mm-hmm. it's great. No, Mikola surprised me. Looked like he's not out of place every game. Yeah. So I can if he continues to kind of develop and be good, like he's a he's a solid third pairing guy who could fill in the second pair for a pinch. For I a agree. Bit. I you know a lot of people would only go, oh, they're giving up on him too quick in the season. Well, I'm like, well, there's three things that I think play into this. Number one, it's a shortened season, mm-hmm. so you don't have the luxury of sitting on a guy for 20 games and and hoping he gets it together. Yeah. Number two, 
he signed a one-year deal. And he's Cheap a, deal. He's a UFA this year. RFA. He'll be an RFA. I next. thought he was a UFA after this year. No, he'll be R- he gets arbitration rights now. That's right. He gets arbitration rights. I don't think the Blues are going to have the money to sign him to what he wants next year. Considering what you have depth-wise and to spend that money and use it elsewhere. And, and three, we have the depth on that side mm-hmm. that we can afford to move him. So if there's a market for him, he's not getting the job done in St. Louis, which there's an other side of that which we'll talk about in the next game. And all these other things, why not move the guy? Mm-hmm. Like I like him, but I don't think he's indisposable. Yeah. He's not like when we thought like, okay, he's gonna be on your protect list and we were kinda of talking about it this summer. Yeah. And now you're like, way Falk's playing, you're like, Well, I don't really want to lose Justin Falk because I'll be honest right now, like Colt Briggs looked okay. Like, he's looked Agreed. fine. Falk's been the, the best Falk. defender we've had. Yeah, and you can say in Krug, I think I think Krug has the Justin Falk 2020. Yeah, he's I figuring think he's it try, out. trying to figure it out. He's figuring it out. Once he figures it out, I think he's going to be great. Yeah, And I think I we said that last year with Falk. We're like, man, it was the, he looks like like not great some games. Other games, he looks good. He looked great in the bubble, and he thinks yeah. he was starting to figure it out. And I think once Krug gets there and gets settled. And you figure you've got, what, six more years with Falk included this year. Mm-hmm. Seven for Krug. That's a great core. Yeah. And it's guys that are just hitting their prime in their 29, 30s, you yeah. know. And you go, I think it's really good. So you can set up and you're not worried on defense. Start drafting well and filling in the holes yeah. and around your offense and a little bit on defense and you're good to go. So anyway, Stone is an asshole, basically. And yeah. no supplementary discipline once again. So that means Sammy Blay. On a hit we thought was, uh, okay, maybe he should get something. I mean, he hit him in the head, but I don't think he targeted the he head. He didn't target it because I think he was reaching out. We talked about that in the yeah. San Jose. And shootout happens. Goes back and forth. David Perron with a nice goal to start. Yep. Uh, Jonathan Marchessault misses. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly just rolled off his stick. Or, excuse mm-hmm. me, he got saved. He just tried to do the five-hole thing, which was not a bad move, but still. Shea Theodore with a really nice goal. Really nice goal. Braden Shen, which – didn't have much room on that backhand. Mm-mm. Found a little bit of room on Robin Lenair. And Basically yeah. did the same thing that Perron did, just on the opposite side. side. Yep, and it worked out great. And Alex Tuck. I mean, Bennington has a really good save percentage in the uh, shootout. He has like almost 80%. And <laughs> yeah. I saw Lenair was like in the 60s. I'm like, oh, it's not awful. And then I saw like it was low 60s. And uh, Bennington was like 80. I was like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. okay, let's do this thing. And worked out. So the Blues get the extra point. We'll take the two points and get out of uh, – well, we'll say get out of Vegas – Let's play that in two more days. And you figured, probably going to see Billy Huso here because the workout that Jordan Pennington had. Sure. Well, that morning of, there was uh, another thing from the last game, which I that skipped my notes. They didn't have a coach. No, the GM was coach. The GM was coach, so they had a too many, couple too many men. Right. Things, obviously, things were off there. They had AHL coaches filling in assistant coaches. The coaching staff was in quarantine due to a positive COVID test earlier in the day. Still yes. played the game. The next day came out that one Vegas player has tested for positive for coronavirus and another coach did. Yeah. So the league decided to postpone the game due to, you know, obviously go further testing and the Blues got to do practice that day, which I was kind of surprised they got the morning skate in. But the Vegas Knights didn't get a skate at all. Yeah. That was interesting. Well, I'm sure because if that's where the COVID is coming from, they probably wanted to isolate all those players. Yeah, so – uh, and the player, only player that got announced later in the game as a COVID, as a uh, COVID positive, 
it's COVID positive, was Alex Petrangelo. I'm shocked. Everybody kept joking Jordan Cairo has it now since Jordan Cairo was, you know, since he was basically draped on top of yeah. Petrangelo, you know, but obviously nothing has happened. So Blues basically practice got the hell out of Vegas that day. So Smart. on Thursday. So they go to a day early to Anaheim, uh, relax, do whatever, and get to play Anaheim for a weekend series. So Blues, a little a little change up, so we'll see. So Jordan Bennington's able to play now this game now. So we're yep. kind of – so and he didn't have much of a workout, which is uh, nah, nice. That's the truth. So the Blues set a couple of record here. Yes, they did. So uh, 25 seconds in is not the record for this, but Jordan Kyrou gets it started well off. Man, I've, we've seen some bad defense on the Blues over time. Oh, boy. This play by Anaheim, I had no idea what was going on. Looking at you, Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> Kevin Shattenkirk. Not uh, stick yeah, excuse me, is stick checking and did not even look like he tried here. Twenty five seconds in. Cam Fowler, same thing. Didn't do much either. Nope. So the Blues get the early one nothing lead. Kyrer from Shen and Krug. I feel like a, a basic jump in as soon as that twenty second mark. Uh, just dumped it in kind of yeah. like a weird a weird bounce, a weird like kind of like rebound bounce by John Gibson, who is the only guy who's keeping this team afloat. Agreed. Uh, the lowest scoring team in the league right now. Um, mind you, Gibson has two shutouts right now. Had one ruined with 45 seconds left. Oh, the Ryan Miller shutout. Yeah. So, uh, we haven't heard that term in a long time. Wow. Speaking of Ryan, we'll get to him a Speaking little bit. Speaking of. We'll get him a little bit later. So, Jordan Kyra continues his, you know, nice play in front. Gets another goal. Fourth from uh, Shannon Krug. And I was ready to text you something. I had on my thing. And I was ready to hit the send. And then this happened. Zach Sanford gets his first of the year off a nice drive to the uh, front. Drive to the front <laughs> of the uh, front of the net. Yeah. So no, I, my, look, I, I think all the goals that come in this flurry, there's no cheap goal. Yeah. They're all fantastic plays and fantastic shots by the Blues. Yeah. Peron, uh, Sanford gets it from Perron and Preco. So 57 seconds. So a minute in. 2 nothing. 2 nothing. You're like, okie doke. This Which is, 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 is funny. We were having Girls' Day yesterday, which is Jason's wife and myself, and uh, my mom comes with us. Uh, and there's there's usually a handful of us. We always go and uh, and get pedicures, which I hear you laughing, but dudes, I'm gonna tell you right now: if you haven't gotten one, go with your girl, get one. You'll go back every time. But anyway, we got back to my house like right at eight. Right, I was like, oh, we'll get in. We'll, we'll miss the first minute or two, but you know, we'll be fine. And I looked at my my watch, which gave me an update. And I was like, "How is it two nothing already? It's like a minute in." By the time I turned on the TV, it was three to nothing. Um, like just the flurry of goals that came were amazing. And again, it wasn't like these were crap goals. These were all awesome goals. Yeah. So Blues get the the fifth fastest in the league history three goal start mm -hmm. for. At a 2.06 mark, Jordan Cairo gets his fifth off a nice pass from Shen for a basically a breakaway goal Great against John one. Gibson. And that was the end of John Gibson's night. Yep. Three, Three goals, goals on six. Six shots. And our friend Jeff Ponder over at Let's Go Blues Radio. I'm in a fantasy hockey league with him. Yep. Not our league with him, but a separate he's the right. one he runs. And he had Gibson in. And Gibson's uh, goals wah, against, wah. you know, his goals against was mm. 85.71. Eek. So he was uh, not playing great. So uh, Max Jones gets it at – Gets one at one nothing off, kind of like a broken play yeah. in front, and Jordan Cairo couldn't tie him up in time. It sucked. Max Jones, who I thought was their best player in this game for being kind of a bad game for all for around, sure. um, 
he gets that near the end of the first at the 17 minute mark. So the Blues, man, the Blues just cruised after this and looked great. And most of the, I say most of the second period, there's a little spurt by Anaheim here to start the period. The but Blues were largely in control from the jump. David Perron gets the goal here off a nice shot over our old friend Ryan Miller's glove, who basically kept them in the game later in the mm-hmm. second because. Once that Perron got this goal, it was kind of all Blues for quite some time. Yeah, they had the, like I said, Anaheim had the spurt for like three minutes. They played really great, and then Blues came back and were pouring it on. Kyrou just kind of shut it down. Yeah, Kyrou almost had a point blank shot. Oh, and, I thought he had it. And he, I thought he had it for it, sure. He did. I think he pulled a Patrick Berglund and shot into his chest. Yeah, so it wasn't great. Second period, great. Third period, uh, New Blue with a, a nice uh, heel to toe shot here, like while skating in on the left wing, which you see scorers do. Right now, if I told you. This part of the season, Kyle Clifford has more goals than Mike Hoffman. I would have laughed at you. You lied to you. Kyle Clifford gets the second year from Sunquist at the three-minute mark of the third, and uh, much talked about. Vince Dunn gets a shot from the point off the power off a power play of the Blues at the five about two minutes later, five seventeen six to one. And and uh, Miller had no chance on that. Oh, yeah, there was, was like three people screening him. Uh, yeah. Uh, Robert Thomas had a perfect screen where you couldn't even you couldn't yeah. even see it. So Vince Dunn, like I said, raise that trade value. Yeah, whatever, do it, man. Like if he keeps the end of the year, I heard that a lot of like experts said it'd be smart for the Blues just with the season. Keep him to the end of the year, and at the draft, you can probably get a first round pick. There's gonna be a lot of teams that will maybe want to. I mean, get, look, if, if he starts playing well, then well, I'm remember, all about keeping him. Correct. But if he keeps pulling crap like he did against L.A. And, and there was a, another game. I don't I don't know if it was the San Jose one. Um, it must have been because that the, the game against Colorado was just a complete, like, just block it out of your memory, where he just looks, like, disinterested. Yeah, he doesn't look great. So, Blues 2-0 so far. We're going to be watching the game here in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So, we'll kind of uh, get into a little bit of Blues news. So, the one – News that we put out about Tyler Bozak is on IR. Yep. More than likely a concussion. I would imagine. Uh, so a little shifting by the Blues. So uh, De La Rose gets kind of called up to the uh, big club. And Peronovich gets recalled to the taxi squad, which is not surprising. He had apparently a shoulder issue he was working through. So he uh, is now with the taxi squad. So we'll take that. Uh, also, Jake Neighbors. He finally gets the WHL. Looks like they're starting their season, mm-hmm. so they assigned him from the taxi squad to the uh, WHL, which yep. let him get playing time. Get him some play time. Yep. So the Blues had another signing. You know, we talked about much, uh, much, much not talked about player they didn't think they would sign. So Blues had a one-year deal with uh, Adam Wainwright. Yep. So that was the uh, thanks to Channel Four for that huge gaffe. So Adam Wainwright ran with it, which was great. And made a really funny video on his uh, Instagram, YouTube, or yeah. Instagram, whatever. I mean, what are you going to do? And so, yeah, they interviewed him, and, you know, Pareko had a little funny thing. Like, oh, I think he would be a defenseman because he's so tall. And, you know, like I said. Had fun with it. They had fun with it, which is an awesome thing. And he got in the Blues, which I think is a very cool thing they're doing. So they have a shot of like, a bunch of empty seats. And so every game they're adding somebody to it. So first it was just, like, the whole Bernie meme that they did. Uh-huh. So now, like, they said, you know what? We'll do a new person every time. So they had – when it was uh, AFC Championship game, and unfortunately for Chris, sorry to bring that up, they had Patrick Mahomes put in there on the Blues jersey. Yeah. Uh, sorry to open that wound up. but And they had a couple of different uh, 
uh, people in there. So they had uh, Wayne Wright was added in there. Yep. They had the fallen Conor McGregor, <laughs> McGregor at the top, which I thought was funny. Uh, him just, knocked out. Yep. Yeah. So they had a different. So I think every day they're going to add somebody new to, it, which is going to be cool. So I think that's a very funny thing. Nice I do too. Nice touch by the social media. Who I think the blue social media has been really great. They've for been very quite, very for good. quite some time. So shout out to them for you know having fun with stuff and uh, you know keeping things fresh there. So. Blues have tonight's game against the Ducks. No word yet on who is uh, starting. My guess it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if Bennington Big did back to back. He's played I, seven of eight games so far. Obviously, Huso did not play well in that yeah. Kings game. I was wondering this the whole way over. Like, like obviously you have a but, chance to move into first place. This might be the game, like to put Huso in to get the confidence against a really bad team. Yes, to like I agree. Like I argued both sides. Like I was going to say, you have a chance to move into first place tonight. But if there's ever a team that you're going to put Huso in and try to build some confidence like this Ducks team is not good yeah and get him some like you know obviously you didn't play well against the Kings which led to a lot of high danger shots but at the same time play him against this team that you like thought that Blues played well but I think mm-hmm. scoring all those goals obviously changed the strategy for a lot of things but right. if you're going to play a team like this you might I'd be I would go with Huso honestly in my opinion but uh, we'll see what they do. So yep. I think Huso would be a good, wise choice against the, uh, lo- the lowest scoring team of the year. And mind you, they didn't have that. I mean, if you, I don't have the stats for me for the the fancy stats for high danger shots ahead. But can you think of too many times where there was like a real threatening shot outside of maybe no. that third period that for being in the first period is like the three minutes they kind of had that like spurt where they held the puck in quite a yeah. bit, and there was maybe like one chance ahead in front, and then outside of the chance, then they scored the goal. There was not one. I'm like, man, they had a really good chance there. I agree. So, this might be the game. Like, if you shut them down again, mind you, but you might get a pissed off Ducks team. I know. So, mind you, the other funny thing is for the Ducks team, who they who they uh, fielded as a team the other night, they had, mind you, if this was like four years ago, this would have been like a great team. But you had they had David Backus, Kevin Shattenkirk, and Ryan Miller on the ice all at the same time. I know. So a former like former blue like. Alumni basically is all play- those David Backus's first game of the season. I was going to say I forgot that Backus was in Anaheim. He was the, he was on the taxi squad to start the team. Homie, hang it up. Yeah, I think this is I think this is last year's contract. So yeah. I think I would be shocked if anybody gives him another deal after this. But yeah, but like you said, it, you know, just unfortunately, some guys just he had to put a lot of hard miles on his body. We man. talked about this years ago when he walked as a free agent, and we both said that. Players like that are great up to the point that they're not, and it's not a slow descent. It is a cliff. A lot of t- a lot of times when you have a center who is a very hard nosed defensive, yeah. like it plays both like offensive but like a defensive forward. You know, you never see those guys last like a long time, and it just when it's they, over, they, it's they over won't. quick. Yeah, like Miko Koivu is one of those guys who like, I think is similar to Bacchus in that way. Not as hard-nosed, but very defensive-minded forward. Mm-hmm. Washed out. And, and I think he's playing for Nashville. Not Nashville. Nashville. That's my St. Louis coming out there. Nashville. So, a um, couple more news and notes from the uh, around the NHL. So, obviously, Vegas, they continue to have their issues. So, they uh, have two games canceled. Remember, San Jose officially has not been cleared in their county to host games right. yet. That's so the they same, were. That's the same problem with. Well, it probably didn't make news here just because we don't have a football team. But when the Bills played San Francisco, 
and it was either a Sunday night game or a Monday night game, they had to play it in Arizona because they can't play games in the area where the Niners and the Sharks and all that play. Yeah, so they Alameda would, County. Yeah, so they still continue that. It has at least through February 1st, which is tomorrow. So who knows? They could maybe loosen that restriction starting tomorrow. But they had to, the games were scheduled, so they couldn't wait till the last minute Correct. to move the thing. So those two games got canceled for Monday and Wednesday. So the, so right now Vegas is going to have some games in hand, mm-hmm. which is going to make their schedule very compact. And I think – Tire them out. I think that's not good. You know, That's why I'm hoping the Blues stay healthy and keep you – know, they they'll have one game. Obviously, they're going to move around. So they've announced when the Blues postponed game is moving to. Right. But there's a lot of teams having games. I think it was – I want to say Dallas when with all their games that got canceled mm-hmm. because they had their herd immunity thing going on. They tried. Yeah, they think they're having like fifty three games in one hundred and one days or something oh. like that. It's like something insane. Where I'm like, man, like they're playing great at the start, but I think they're going to fall apart real quickly. Yeah. So everything's wrapping up there. So we just wrap it up there. The Blues have a couple. I said this. We have this game tonight, and then they have a couple more games this week. They come back home. Blues get to host people now. Yeah. So not just the frontline workers, which we talked about last podcast. They get to do 1,400 actual fans are going to be in the building. So it's real interesting to see that many fans. I actually see fans in the stands again besides just kind of scattered. It'll be like at least a, you know, more than a – it'll be a smattering compared to like 10% of what's sure. normally there. But, you know, it's at least something. It, 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 and I think for players it does help a little bit. It brings atmosphere to the games. It's obviously mostly season ticket holders, which those have trickled out onto the open market now. Of course they have. I've seen a couple kind of out there, and I've seen the – I think the Blues are selling between $100 and closer. I guess they have closer seats, I guess, up to $200. I think yep. that's what the Blues are selling them as. I think I think for your plan, you're not you – they haven't made that way to you Oh, yet. no, it, it won't make it to me this year. Yeah. And I've already been told, like, I'm not being charged for my yeah. plan this year because there's no way. Yeah, so – I've seen a couple of trickle out so far, and most of the ones that trickle out online, the ones that are $100 are going for a little over $200, $250 a piece. That's stupid. Like, as much as I would love if to If you go could to a go game, right now, would you? With the setup they have, and not the. If, I, if somebody gave me free tickets, well, let's assume it's free. Right. If I had to pay for that much, no, I can, I'll can. i stay at home and watch you know, on TV. Yeah. Let's just say, like, somebody at work said, hey, I can't go. Here is two tickets to Blues game tonight. I would highly consider, because I want to see how it is. I'm, it's more a curiosity to see how the setup is. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm like like you've obviously already had it. Yep. So you have like the obviously antibodies stuff. I have not so far, but I'm hoping to get you know, like everybody else. Hopefully, a vaccine sure. sooner than later. And my wife is vaccinated already due to being a healthcare worker. So which is good for her. Yeah. So, but it's um. So yeah, I would do it more of a curiosity to see how the setup is. Yeah. And see how it feels in the building because Anaheim that piped in crowd noise last night was Awful. so annoying. It felt like there was just like a buzz, like there's a bee next to the speaker of that thing, and I just like it sounded horrible because even, even after the game, Bennington was like, "I'm really looking forward to. I really would like fans back in the stands. I do miss that part of the adrenaline and being yeah. the fans." But he's like, you know, making it work for now, and was so on it? And so forth. I think it might have been Colorado, the first game where I was like, "Whoever is in charge of the fake noise, turn it down a notch, turn it down." Like, just the like, the Blues would score, and there would be no dip in the noise. Like it just it wasn't realistic in its use. 
Yeah, so the Blues, I, when they've done it, like, I, I haven't even noticed. I haven't noticed it yet. I'm going to kind of this week pay more attention. Sure. It's one of those things maybe I'm, like, just not focused in it on enough during their playing at home. So I'm going to try to see if it's like that or not. But, um, but yeah, yeah, but, like, the one in, in the like, Vegas I thought was okay. Vegas was fine. Um, they're the, um, let's see, so far. At home I don't really have noticed it at least. Like, when they scored the goal, I think I kind of had did some stuff. But I think outside of that, not much. Right. But I, the one I had was really bad. I'm just like, it sounds like there was a B next to the speaker, and I'm like, you need to turn that off yeah. because it's bad. And it's just more distracting. And I know Patrick Kane came out and said he hates it, that some of these places need to turn it off and just play like you're an empty arena. It sucks, but you got to deal with it. But what it is what do. it is, yeah. Yeah, so some fans, like the Blues are now the fifth NHL team to allow fans in the stands. Yep. Uh, up to 1,400, um, that could change. I think as of right now, they said through February. Yeah. Uh, so they'll reevaluate monthly, it looks like. So. As more and more people get vaccinated, they're obviously things are starting to ramp up in mm-hmm. St. Louis here because you know Missouri's pretty pretty low right now, of being, yes. which is not surprising. So hopefully things get to ramp up, they get more fans in the stands, and that's the, I hope uh, so. That'd be nice. So looking forward to this week's hockey. The Blues, if they keep playing the way they're playing, love to watch them. They play the way they play against LA in the second game. Yuck! It's very much like I have other things I can do besides. It's just. Not fun to watch. <laughs> it's obviously try being me last Sunday. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chris had. I was like, Chris this had a game double was dose. BS. I'm gonna turn on the Blues game. Chris had a double. This dose. This game's BS too. Chris had a double dose of. Well, we talked about like we talked about the positive Ass part. Whooping. Yeah, yeah. We had a t- we had the positive talk. Like, man, wouldn't it be great? The Blues win this one, and then you get your win, and the Bills win, and like, oh man, it's a good chance. And he's like, and Chris, like, I'm not gonna wait. We'll see. And then. It was okay to start for the Bills. It was fine. And then, unfortunately, the second quarter on happened, and it kind of got away, unfortunately. Yeah. But, hey, back in the playoffs. You it's went true. pretty far. Yep, it's fine. A lot of progress made. But at the end of the third quarter, I was like, oh, at least there's a hockey game. And I turned it on, I was like, four to one. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I didn't text you. I'm like, don't turn the Blues game on. You're already mad. Don't turn the Blues game on. <laughs> Don't turn the Blues game on. Just just kind of sit this one out. Oh, <laughs> go God. do something. Go, go watch anything else but sports right now and just Jeez. do something else. But anyway, so wrap it up here. So if you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. I'm at Hossapalooza. And we are on Facebook and Instagram. It's at Blues Hockey Podcast. And also check out our website. It's BluesHockeyPodcast.net. You'll find uh, links to all our, our sponsor. It's Rockstar Taco Shack. Go ahead and hit them up. They are uh, open, uh, I think it's Tuesday through Saturday, mm-hmm. at the uh, Diamond Hall out there in St. Charles. Yep. And I think they're opening lightly in their one in uh, Newtown. I think it's Tuesdays and Thursdays are opening. I think so. I think for right now. Right. Yeah, Tuesday and Thursdays are opening just for specials that they're doing. So yeah. keep an eye on them. When the weather gets warmer, we're going to see more and more at the Newtown location, and we'll hopefully get to do something there so when it gets good. nice. Yes. So good. So, and also, like I pointed out on our website, bluetalkypodcast.net, you can get links to our merchandise and other stuff like that that's on there. So, and to find us, a podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and all the other casts that are out there Correct. in the universe. So, and I think it's out there. So, uh, we're working on a couple of things behind the scenes here. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to talk about those after off the air here. Uh like I said, we're going to keep going weekly here, as long as the Blues uh, season As long as the Blues it. are playing. As long as they're playing. Like, if there's a postponement because of hopefully something happens to non-Blues players, yep. um, we'll uh, we'll at least do something small. Agreed. And keep doing that up. 
and we're gonna work on getting some different uh, different voices in here this season just to have fun with and sure uh, since so the magic of zoom and we got the technology in it to do it so we're gonna go ahead and do it so agreed we're gonna work on that thanks for listening and uh let's go watch let's go watch that rumbles let's go, let's go rumbles Come on, take-